Hey, welcome Awakening Hearts, Denny Van here. We are in for a treat today. I want to tell you about the topic we're going to be talking about, portals and guardians. So we're talking with Wilberto Vargas. Hey, welcome, darling. How are you? I'm doing splendid. Thanks for asking. How about yourself? Thanks for I'm doing me. fantastic. It's a gorgeous day here in Chicago, a little bit chilly. How about you? Where are you on the planet? Well, Tampa, Florida, and the weather is great today. Oh, I'm I'm becoming a little bit of a jellyfish here. <laughs> it's a little cold. I would like it warmer, but I did live in Florida. My son, son number two, was born in Clearwater. Oh, yeah, not far from here. Clearwater is like 40 minutes away from here. Yeah, and the house we lived in in Seminole, um, I looked it up last year just to see what was going on with it. And oh my gosh, it sold for like $600,000. I'm like, oh my gosh, we should have stayed there. Darn. But anyway, <laughs> it's a gorgeous area. We like that area. So welcome, darling. We're going to be talking about portals and guardians. And I know we talked a little bit about this before. We went into depth before. But I want to know, how did our paths cross? I think I met you initially, like years ago, maybe in 2019, in a, a spiritual awakening group. Uh, and then I started making some connections. Uh, I started a group chat. I added you to the group chat. We had some um, weekly meditation meetings that I was doing. I stopped doing them, but I still have my own uh, little groups of meditations that are like not not that frequent. But yeah, with some when somebody asks for a meditation or prayer, we we just gather and, and make it happen. But make yeah. it happen. Yeah. And you've been making a lot of stuff happen since we met in 2019. So, whew, five years have flown by, hasn't it? Yes, it's a whole journey of learning. Uh, I, you know, I started doing a lot of videos in my YouTube channel, uh, finding new connections. Uh, most of it is being learning, a lot of learning, and I'm willing to share what I've learned to the to the world. A lot of channeling, a lot of messages, and you know, learning by heart. Sometimes you have to. The universe says you have to experience, then I have to suffer. And then after the suffering, I got a lot of lessons. And it's really rewarding when you have knowledge coming because uh, the world needs um, a clarity and truth. And not just truth, but um, healing. When you know that we are, we are one and that we should just, you know, let our energies and our problems and everything to God or the universe or that higher self, no matter how you call that higher self or, or that higher power, whether you call it Jesus, whether you call it Buddha, whether you call it Gaia, whether you call it, is the same source, is the same um, entity that connects us all together. But yeah, it's just knowledge coming from that source that I'm, I'm getting. So it's been, um, you know, a, a roller coaster is very rewarding. So far, so good. It is very rewarding. And I love that you're a spiritual scientist, divine channeler, life coach, um, and coming to a point where, okay, I'm done learning. I've applied. And now you become a magnet for those seeking that next step, right? So I didn't know this about you as I was reading um, your podcast interview information. I didn't know that you were an acoustic musician. Tell me more about that. Yeah, I play. I I, I was I learned play, playing guitar since I'm a little kid. Um, not a little kid, but when I was a teenager, because my family are musicians. My whole family, all my uncles play guitar, and my mom sings, and 
I, I was born in, in, in a family of musicians. So since I was I was a little kid, I, I was seeing my my uh, uncles and my parents, uh, you know, practicing and playing. My dad with the saxophone or with the guitar. So I ended up just learning guitar. Um, I started writing songs when I was a, teen a teenager, and I still write songs. I still like I, I like for about ten years. I stopped like doing music, but I, recently I retake it. Like the last four years ago, I started playing again. The spiritually area, I started like retaking everything. At some point, I had I was dormant for like ten ten years in terms of spiritual growth and self development. I did a lot of in the, like the professional development, but not spiritually for ten years. And essentially, was um, after um, unfortunately my divorce. Um, I that actually awakened my um, um, my sense of knowledge. My um, I mean, I, I'm still a good friend of my ex-wife. We, we we still talk, but um, it, it happened for a reason. I needed to grow. Um, that's why I, I normally criticize a lot of relationships because relationships uh, become a cage. It won't let the people be themselves and grow and evolve to the next level. Because uh, the typical definition of romantic relationships is based on jealousy, um, fear of loss, uh, control, attachment and all that is low vibration all that is a cage it won't let you uh, grow spiritually intellectually and as a person it is um i call it it's an excuse or a commitment that could your wings um right now I've, I've been it's my choice to be single not necessarily single but not in a committed um type of relationship in which uh, my time my abilities my um possibilities of learning and experiencing are limited <clears throat> and in that process i learned this topic of the portals and guardians i, I learned that uh, the true purpose of a romantic relationship is not having somebody in a cage it's not so, not, have, not having somebody as a, a little bird or because in most relationships that i had i felt myself i, I felt like a, like a pet <laughs> and like leashed or caged so uh, what is the true purpose of, of romantic relationships? Well, um, if you think of this fundamental basic concept that every single one of us came through a woman, uh, it means that women are portals, portals to the other side, you know, that bring souls from the other side to to the to born in, in, in this place of existence in planet Earth. Um, and number two, what you have when understanding this concept is that God is not a man. If anything, would be a woman. Um, or a man with with pussy. <laughs> so, um, if we, if you think that um, a woman is actually a more accurate representation of God, or the God is more feminine than than masculine, then what is the role of a, of a male? The male becomes a guardian, right? right? There's, there's a portal that brings souls to this to this uh, realm of, uh, plane of existence, and there's a guardian that actually protects the portal. So the portal comes first and later the guardian. There's no point of having a guardian if there's no portal, right? If um, So the feminine energy actually opens the portal and masculine energy closes the portal. That's the dynamic of romantic relationships. There's a portal that needs to be guarded. It's not, and if the portal that uh, is, is too powerful, um, that portal might need more than one guardian. As simple as that.
So the world is actually upside down in terms of romantic relationships um, or the concept of uh, also family and um, general general perspective about how, how to raise kids and how to uh, educate kids about this concept. So, um, uh, yeah, understanding that the masculine energy is a protector uh, is actually very related to uh, the intersection of mind-heart coherence. This is the, the cross is actually not something, not a religious artifact describing that of Jesus. Jesus actually didn't die in a cross. Archaeologically, there's proof that Jesus didn't die in a cross. But the cross is it's, it's still very important because it's that, that intersection of the ma masculine and the feminine. When both actually have that um, coherence of the abstract and the logical the masculine and the feminine and representing the human form yes it's it's an old old symbol way before jesus time yeah but i do believe if you look in history the romans didn't crucify uh prisoners on crosses they did it on stakes yeah exactly there's archaeological evidence but the actual cross also comes from um uh, onk the onk in the egyptian um you know the onk scepter and prior to Egyptians, the cross was used uh, for the god Tammuz, and the god Tammuz was the son of Enki. Enki was an Anunnaki, that and and the father of, of Tammuz. But in the end, uh, Tammuz was a benevolent god, and uh, uh, we tend to just associate the cross to um, a sacrifice, suffering, torture. And right now, it's a some symbol of torture because most churches have Jesus there, like hanging dead. And that, that's not the true essence of the cross. It's, it's the mind heart coherence, the, the intersection of, of, um, of energies of the masculine and the feminine. And there's where we um, understand that there is a portal and there is a guardian that have to work together. It's not about you know competition or fighting. If you think about your body, everything came for one, just one cell. That one cell started dividing, 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 dividing until you know trillions of times until building the current the current body that we have. And the cell itself doesn't have gender, like uh, you know, a bacteria. They just divide themselves, and the masculine came to accelerate the process of evolution. That is the purpose of the masculine in, in nature. Um, if we if we look at uh, for for example roaches or other um, uh, creatures that do not reproduce with through sex uh, reproduction, uh, they have millions of years without evolving. They're still here, but they have not changed for millions of years. They have not evolved. So the, in nature, the pur purpose of the masculine is to create duality for accelerating the process of evolution. If I think of, um, of a car, we need uh, two things, accelerator and brakes. You know, the accelerator comes first, but you have to be able to brake. So we can compare that to the accelerator is is the the feminine and the masculine is the brake right? it's going to protect you. Um, if 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 you think about a um, uh, program computer computer program, uh, for those that are into IT and they know how to code, you there are two make two basic functions the loop and the and the while. So loop is execute the code a number of times while there's a condition while this condition is met. So the while is the feminine and the masculine is the while. The, the, sorry, the loop. The loop is the feminine that keeps going, going, going. But if we let the program go, 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 and it's going to overwhelm the system, it's, at some point it's going to explode. 
So we need a condition for do this while this condition is met. And then uh, do the loop again until this other condition is met. So we need a, a, a pause, a protector, a break, and an accelerator in order for us to make progress without killing ourselves. And that, that's the whole purpose of the portals and guardians. It's a dynamic in which somebody um, is, is uh, providing energy and the other um, partner is protecting the, the portal. The other point, the, the from the spiritual standpoint, a portal is like a gateway. It's a, like the front door of your house. It cannot be open all the time. You have to be able to guard it. You have to be able to lock the door. Otherwise, uh, thieves, squatters, pests, animals, loiters, anybody can come inside the house and mess up your house. And guess what? Your house is your 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 body is your temple. So it has to be protected. Um, every masculine, every male, and every female have both energies: the mas the, the masculine and the feminine energy. However, the female body is um, itself as a portal. Uh, we um, when uh, during menstruation, the woman is actually grieving a loss, right, um, of a potential offspring. That um, state of um, Emotional state of the body grieving a loss lowers the vibration of the portal of the woman, which means that the portal will be, uh, you know, um, will be receptive and maybe target by lower vibrational uh, beings, non-physical beings. Or lower it becomes a beacon, a magnet. A magnet for low vibrational entities. So that is what is causing uh, a lot of depression and anxiety and worry and uh, uh, negativity in 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 a lot of women. In fact, statistics show that women have almost twice more depression than males, which means that males are happier than women. And it's not because um, it, just the biological uh, or high wire is because or biological physiological um, um, you know nature of women is because there are entities that can use the portal to affect women. And the big problem that we have today is that we don't have guardians that know how to provide masculine energy to the woman so they can close the portal and secure the portal. So again, the feminine energy opens the portal, the masculine energy closes the portal. If she doesn't have enough masculine energy, she will not be able to protect their own portal. So she has to learn how to obtain energy from her partner. Uh, it could be, it doesn't matter if it is a woman or a male. If she has a sexual partner, um, that she can obtain energy from that other person to um, close the portal. So that, that's the whole concept of guardians and portals. She opens the, the portal when she uh, is aware of the good, the right moment to open the portal is during ovulation because then during ovulation, the woman is wants to be aroused, wants to have sex, wants to become, uh, you know, has to wants to have uh, joy and, and, and pleasure. So when the portal is open, it's, it's in high vibration when you're uh, ovulating. And it's actually the time in which a woman can channel angelical beings, channel uh, high vibrational beings. And um, there's actually, I have a list of, of uh, types of entities um, or uh, types of spirits and souls that are uh, here living with us, but we don't see them physically because they are in, diff in a different vibrational density. And um, there are three major groups. The ones that are uh, angelical or high, highly vibrational um, um, extraterrestrials. There are other ones that are subject to samsara. Those ones um, 
not necessarily all of them are positive, but the ones that are very positive are uh, the ones that uh, that are ready to transcend. For example, they came, they, they had uh, almost all their karma healed, and uh, the next the next life they they incarnate as a humans. It's going to be the last time they're coming that they're going to be here, and uh, usually they are very good guides for humans. Uh, they speak human language. Uh, angels and high vibrational uh, ETs don't don't speak human language because they there is a law of non-interference. Uh, actually, Dolores Cannon talks a, a lot about the law of non-interference. They cannot interfere. We can ask them for help. Uh, they usually don't communicate in human language. They can talk to you in human language in dreams because it's you, your um, your uh, astral body, talking to them. Um, and your your astral body talks to yourself. It's like a translation. So um, so they they can help you if you ask. So that's why prayer is very very uh, powerful. Um, when you ask, uh, they can come to you in uh, with the signals, with synchronicities, with the manifestations, uh, and make things happen for you. So you you're never alone. You're always there um, with a lot of help. It's just that when you um, have that portal open when you're in high vibration that is very very powerful especially for a woman um when uh i do believe you know i do feel and experience that we are multi-dimensional and multi-phasic beings and so when you you talk about um other dimensional beings um i know i've been communicating and i'm very um i've i've personally set up protection. So I love that you're talking about this and not, I don't know of anybody else that is talking about this at all. And I wanted to ask, um, as a life coach, so how would you apply this knowledge to uh, life? <laughs> yeah, number one, uh, with relationships, people have to rewire and reconsider the way they are running their relationships because reprogram yes i'm all about reprogramming yes yeah right now a relationship that is based on jealousy uh, you know jealousy attachment um uh, fear of loss control those are not going to heal your karma they're going to actually worsen your karma, your conditions uh, and number 2 uh, we live among spirits whether you like it or not we need to understand how spirits influence our life. And if you don't understand basic concepts about why, how they can um, uh, influence and affect your decisions, your, your state of mind, your uh, temper, your, your emotions, then um, you might have more struggles. I don't believe that there is a wrong path. Nobody really is in the wrong path. Uh, we all, every single one of us are exactly where we're supposed to be because the higher self, our God doesn't make mistakes or the universe doesn't make mistakes. Every single thing that has happened to us is a lesson. It, it was meant to be because let's say that we go to the university, you have grades, you have tests, you have to you know take them. If you don't, if you don't pass the, the, the exam, you have to repeat the grade. You have to go and go and over again, over and over again until you, you learn the lesson. If we don't learn the lesson with a benevolent teacher, for, for example, a benevolent teacher could be a spirit guide, could be your mother, could be your dad, could be a friend, somebody who can, or somebody who you, you see in the, in the social media platforms giving you a good advice. If you don't, if you listen, but you don't really apply 
the knowledge to your life and you don't learn, then a malevolent, malevolent teacher will appear, a demon. Right, but it's not the demon itself is not evil. It's somebody that for you is going to believe evil, but it's actually coming uh, to teach you a lesson because the benevolent uh, teacher wasn't able to teach you the lesson. So next time you will have a demon, and if you don't learn the lesson with the demon, there, there's another demon, maybe another even more <laughs> diabolic entity. Trying You're either to gonna do your homework or go through the school of hard knocks, right? Yes. So planet yes. Earth is, is the most difficult school in in, in on Earth in the, in the universe. It's the lowest vibrational density in, in the universe. So if you learn, it's a school, or even could be heaven. But if you don't learn, it's hell. <laughs> so and I'm, I I do it from my own experience. I've I've learned what is being what is to be in hell on Earth. Well, I know what is being to to be in heaven on Earth. We can create both. It's about learning. And, um, and karma is not something negative either. It's just a lesson. And the karma itself is not a law. It's a derivation of the law of attraction. Um, so if that's, that's, that's the whole purpose of if we learn, uh, we can skip the karma by learning the lesson, even without uh, going through through a lot. If we don't, if we keep with the same cycle of thoughts because karma and dharma is like, a cause effect of my actions cause effect of my thoughts if my actions are not showing that i learned if my thoughts are not showing that i learned i have to face the the teachers i mean benevolent or malevolent, malevolent teacher right that's the music part of spirituality they have to balance and um be in alignment because uh when we're out of that alignment we no longer draw to us that yeah, it's out of alignment. You you know, there's a short in the circuitry. Yeah, exactly. It's, we have to be able to change it if it doesn't work because we're repeating the same cycle and we're going back to the, to the same cycle. The feminine is the loop while there's a condition. Then we change the condition and we can make progress and evolve. So that's the whole purpose of, of the, the dynamic of the masculine and, and the feminine to like a, a fuel or a energy, right? with something that is going to help improve that that uh, situation the program is not going not supposed to run forever it has to there's it has to be a change you know impulse change impulse change impulse change that, that's the dynamic the and other that thing dynamic what i what i'm seeing is a little bit of confusion of what masculine and feminine is so a lot of people are saying well if you're male, then you're masculine. And if you're female, you're feminine. But talk more about how we are all these energies, no matter what your gender is. Yeah. Uh, going back to the cell. If I go to my body, if I ask my cells, hey, are you male or female? No, we're just a cell. And they divide without gen without sex. I mean, they just divide to create my whole body. And I, if I go to, to my bones, I can tell, I can, my bones will say, um, I mean, I, ask, I can ask my bones, why are you so hard and so rigid? Uh, I don't know. I'm just following uh, instructions from my DNA. Then I go to my blood and see the red cells. Why are you guys so red? Uh, because we have a lot of uh, iron to uh, transport oxygen. But why do we have to transport oxygen? Uh, I don't know. I'm just following um, you know, instructions from my DNA. If I go to my brain, 
my my neurons are pulsating with electricity and they, why are you guys like pulsating with electricity what what is i don't know we're just transferring information from one place to another why i don't know we're just following instructions from my dna right they they don't have gender they just have different roles different you know basic functions for me to stay alive so uh we all come from the same source right we all have masculine and, and feminine but if we, if we think about um now you ask this question about the masculine and the feminine we have five bodies that's why we have five fingers in our hands we have the physical body the energetic body the astral body the ethereal body and the emotional body all those bodies are necessary for us to exist as as you know spiritual beings living in a in a, in a masculine masculine yeah, sorry, a masculine or feminine body. So the body is the only one that has gender. All these bodies are both. Your astral body might have the impression of being masculine or feminine because when you have a dream and you see yourself in the dream as male or female, um, you you are you adopt a gender. Usually, the gender in the astral body comes from past lives. Um, so in the past, when you come here to Earth, you actually have to. And, and enjoy and experience all kind of situations. You have to be male, you have to be female, you have to be um, all kind of religions, you have to uh, live in many different uh, places and, and cultures on earth in order to learn the lesson of being a human being in planet school. So for example, if you, uh, in the past life, actually I had um, several past life regressions on clients and uh, many of them, for example, there was a lady who um, was a man in, in a, her immediate past life. And in this life, she's lesbian. She still likes women because in his in her past life, she was a man. So her gender identity and her, um, you know, attraction to a woman continued in this life. So usually the people in the LGBTQIA spectrum live in a transition life in which their, their past life was the opposite gender. So we all have both energies. We all have to experience what what is to be a male or a female but again only the physical body has gender the energies are both the main difference in the in the uh, masculine or or feminine body is that women are portals um woman uh, the body has a portal itself uh, women are natural uh channelers natural channelers and the um, their ability to manifest and channel things is even more powerful than any male because males can channel however a male needs as a portal it could be a mirror it could be a crystal it could be a, an artifact it could be a relic but the male uh, in order for them to really channel they need you know some sort of physical object but females they have the the portal in their own body uh, sometimes uh, males, we can use the, the portal of uh, our romantic partner or our mothers. We usually tend to um, unconsciously channel through our mothers. That's why we can say that we have the spirits or the demons from, of our mothers. <laughs> so we, we, we can use uh, the portal of our mothers. Uh, but women have the portal in their body. Uh, regarding the male, masculine and feminine energy, again, the feminine energy opens the portal, the masculine energy uh, closes the portal. This, a woman ha that has a lot of masculine energy can take care of her own portal, but if she doesn't have a lot of masculine energy, she needs help from an, a partner.
that's going to give her energy. And a lot of women are like sexually constrained because they want to protect their energy because uh, they ha it happens a lot. Male, um, when a, a male has uh, you know sex or sexual intercourse with a woman, he um, unconsciously absorbs energy from the woman. The problem is that the males are not trained to uh, return the energy back to her. And if we compare the sexual relationship to a secretary or um, you know an, an amplifier, not, not an amplifier, but a radio electronic circuit, the feminine is like the fountain, like the battery or the source of energy. And the masculine is like a transistor, it's an amplifier. So when there is a um, sexual relationship, he obtains energy from her. He's supposed to amplify the energy and send it back to her amplified. But that is not happening. Most relationships, not that, that none of that is really happening. She's only giving, giving, giving energy until she becomes like sexually constrained. That's actually a reason why a lot of relationships end up not, not uh, succeeding because there, the dynamic of energies is not is not balanced. Uh, normally, the feminine energy is very powerful at the time of controlling people, controlling situations, um, controlling uh, circumstances. But the masculine energy is most more powerful at the time of manifesting realities. So if a male is, is uh, obtaining energy from her, uh, his portal, his woman, he will be able to manifest things using that energy, obtaining her energy from source, amplifying the energy, and obtain yeah, use that energy to manifest realities. No matter if she's he's being controlled or he, she has more control, he, if he has that energy, um, he can manifest a very very. Uh, interesting stuff however if he is um really nurturing her partner by re returning the energy back to her she will be able to have both powers the manifestation and also the control powers so a good guardian is going to actually um, empower the woman is going to empower her partner all the time because she's going to um feel that love and feel that connection feel what she really needs is her energy back the other problem is that women don't know how to claim the energy back. Witches are very good at it. That's why witches are very, very like sexual normally. Um, most witches are very sexual and they know how to um, obtain the energy back. The problem is that uh, most witches are controlled by a negative entity that use the portal. They, they, they allowed um, a negative uh, vibrational being to control their motives. And most of them, not all of them. The ones that are in high vibration, that are like forgive, forgiving, they have a lot of uh, patience, they have a lot of, um, you know, generosity. Those are witches that are really, really um, a, a good um, person to have around you. Because it's a lot of power that is positive. positive. When you see, for example, judgment or um, low vibrational, uh, like, uh, energies, like anger, jealousies, um, we, we can decide what kind of entity is really controlling this person. So by, by understanding that there is no actually evil in this world, there's just lessons, there are just teachers, there's, um, you know, we're all one. That's the only absolute truth. We're all one. You mentioned these entities. One of the things that I've studied is a, a book called Egregores. And these egregores have to be fed. And what we don't understand is 
we have a lot more power over these entities than we realize. So withdrawing and pulling back our energy and not feeding them, um, it's it's really a fascinating topic. And I wrote a whole article on egregores. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. And the research that has been done on these thought forms or entities or gods or egregores, whatever you want to call them, but they are created by us. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, uh, actually, yes, because the, uh, Einstein said imagination is everything. So we can create uh, entities, we can create spiritual entities with our imagination and they feed from our energy. Yes. Um, usually from the ethereal body, the ethereal body is made of geometry, so it's the mind. Um, so uh, according to the Lotus Canon, uh, we all, I mean, most souls came here to Earth as tourists um, to learn how to ex experience free will. So we started like, you know, developing the air and the atmosphere and gases. Then we went to the water and uh, the minerals, the, you know, trying to form uh, the earth. Then we jump into little bacteria, the first forms of life. Then we continue learning and evolving into animals, all kind of animals until becoming human beings. When we're human beings, um, there's also a transition. Maybe those are the egregores, the, the before becoming human beings, we have to develop a personality. Uh, we become either fairies or leprechauns or, or gnomes or uh, trolls or fauns or satyrs or all kind of, uh, you know, mystical creatures. That's how we develop a personality before becoming human beings. So those are like parallel lives. We No life is actually past or future is always parallel lives we're like let's say that we have a library with a lot of books every book has a different uh, life but together there's no like time it's just code organized logically that's why time is an illusion we, it does not really exist we're just reading uh, it, we, every single one of us is god reading a book impersonating a story so each one playing of us, a character yeah yes for sure Hey, we talked a little bit about events. I want to get to that and talk about your events. Can we do that? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I'm hosting this uh, seminar of the Portals and Guardians. It's three hours and a half seminar. Uh, there are some videos uh, about, you know, some movies, uh, videos from uh, documentaries and some videos that I made, as well as the statistics and a lot of research that I, I've done personally. Uh, people really like this so far. Uh, there's another speech that I do. It's called The Answer. It's explaining the different layers of the multiverse. Um, we actually don't live in the third dimension. We live in the 11th dimension, the lowest vibrational density. Uh, and it's the scientific, uh, scientifically proven by the uh, super membrane theory and super string theory of quantum mechanics. Uh, so I'm uh, walking um, people through each one of the layers of the multiverse in which we have 11 dimensions in you know, um, or parallel realities with infinite uh, timelines of multiverses. Yes, um, um, and I've been studying string theory and how it applies to uh, behavior models. And they can be very complicated behavior models. Yeah, very fascinating stuff. And you're also into QHTT hypnosis. Tell us about that, because, you know, I love talking about hypnosis. Yes, uh, that is the Dolores Cannon certification of the quantum healing hypnosis therapy, or the hypnosis technique. I'm not a therapist, but I am. I'm a hypnotist. 
so yeah, I've been taking people to to past lives. Um, I essentially it's a two hour interview with each person uh, about I, I ask questions about their life. Essentially, I ask questions in four factors: the four factors of happiness, which is health, family, um, uh, wealth, and spirituality. Then those are the extremes, it's factors, in, uh, you know, in fact, affecting their life and their happiness. And the interesting factors is the relationship they have with their mind, body, and the spirit. So um, after that, that, that uh, interview, I take them to a trance or a hypnosis where people, I, I'm just a facilitator and intermediary. I just help them connect with their higher self. And the higher self takes over and take them to regressions in current life or past lives. And they go as you know as many past lives as, as they need, and then come back when when they have collected enough information for the uh, analytical mind uh, to obtain answers. Uh, usually, they uh, they come with a list of questions, but also in the interview we can collect even more more questions. Uh, in the interview, I have uh, some data analytics that that measure um, also how uh, if you're a portal or a guardian what would be the dynamic of the perfect partner in terms of the five bodies, you know, um, the, the physical body, the astral body, ethereal body, emotional body, and energetic body. So that partner is going to be like a, a good uh, complement for you. And uh, if the current partner and has to improve certain areas. So, you know, all combined is, is a really good tool for improving people's life. Love it. And where can people find you on? Um, well, where can where can we find you? Well, on, on Facebook, um, my name is Wilberto Vargas or uh, Instagram. And my Instagram is RCSVAW, RCSVAW. And um, my email address, uh, WAVSCR at gmail.com. We'll make sure that information gets in with the description. So thank you so much. Um, you know, this has been fascinating and we can probably just keep going and talking on and on and on. But for somebody who's just now touching the surface of this very deep <laughs> topic, what would you suggest they do? Uh, it would be a, a advisable for them to watch of the watch some of the videos that I have on my YouTube channel so they can have... Um, a better understanding of the fundamental concepts. Um, I don't think things are too complicated. Is that we've been taught um, in in a way that we see things complicated. But for example, the 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 concept that every single one of us came through a woman is so fundamental, so basic that everybody can can understand this concept, right? Is the woman is a portal. Right. The, the problem is that such a, such fundamental basic concept is not taught by religions. The religions are not teaching the woman or portals. The institutions are not teaching the woman or portals. Even spiritual people are not largely talking about the woman or portals um, because complicating things is very easy and simplifying things is, comp is complicated. So what I'm trying to do is to simplify things. You know, um, just uh, people have to, uh, you know, understand that we live among spirits the same way we live with people. We, li we live ar around spirits in the same way uh, we we all came through a woman. We can understand that women are portals. Women are portals. So those are not super complex uh, concepts. It's just about, you know, um, understanding th these little, um, little fundamental 
teachings that I'm that I'm telling you. Yes, and don't make it complicated. <laughs> don't add all the stuff and yeah, just very it's like electricity. You know, you have your positive, your negative that has to ground. Anything you plug into the wall has to have those things. And we are pretty much no different than that. So I want to thank you, Wilberto Vargas. I hope I said your name right. And um, yeah, this has been spectacular. Thank you so much. And thank you, Awakening Hearts, for listening in. And I want to know what you loved. And I want to know what you would love more of. And in the meantime, keep being amazing. <laughs>